Hi there. Um, we are going to be listening to Heard and Friends Plotted to Kill Depp and Admitted It in Courts. Here we go. This document is it has all of the exhibits attached, and typically you don't end up with them. You just end up with the statement. So we'll skim over some of that, too. And this is the guy that cataloged all of those pictures of A.H. Oh, yeah, and you can tell when he took them that he was trying to lay down a narrative. Like I said, it's pretty interesting, and especially when we get to the conspiracy-adding part. So gives us his name. He told us he's a hospitality development consultant. And then he promises that all of this stuff, it's going to be factual and that he would actually make a statement and he would testify if needed. So I met A.H. and Johnny Depp when I started dating Raquel, a.k.a. Rocky Pennington. Rocky and I later got married, but have since divorced. I was deposed on the 19th of November, 2019 by Johnny Depp and A.H. Civil Action I give you the number there in the Circuit Court of Fairfax County, Virginia. I attached the transcript of the deposition as a true record of it. I first met A.H. in June 2014. I met Johnny sometime soon after that. Rocky was living in the Eastern Columbia building at that time in one of the apartments next to A.H. and Johnny. I met Johnny shortly after at their home. Over the course of 2014-2015, I was a regular visitor to the Eastern Columbia building. Rocky and I were engaged in the summer of 2015, and later that year, I moved into the Eastern Columbia building with her, and we remained there until after the incident, 21st of May 2016, you know, when the free time was over. Over this period, I spent a lot of time with A.H. there. I also saw Johnny regularly and spent time hanging out with both of them. I wonder how he feels about the backstabbing after he paid for everything, by the way. Continuing, I have had a very limited contact with A.H. in the past two years since my divorce. I have not been in contact with Johnny. I consider myself to be independent from both parties. I understood from our interactions that Johnny was jealous. I understood from our interaction. Rocky told me, so that's very important. She, he didn't observe this. Rocky told him based on conversations with A.H., so told by somebody who was told that Johnny had a particular issue with James Franco because he and A.H. had some intimate scenes. Yeah, actually, it's, oh, works for the visually no impaired. ads, by the way. <clears throat> Sugar, free yeah. chocolate. Um... You know, these ads are getting more and more pernicious. But, uh... Yeah, um... Break down in your home, and they can be. Now, what's fascinating about this document is it has all of the exhibits attached. And typically, you don't end up with them; you just end up with the statement. So we'll skim over some of that too. This is the guy that cataloged all of those pictures of A.H. Oh yeah, and you can tell when he took them that he was trying to lay down. Here. 
Like I said, it's pretty interesting, and especially when we get to the conspiracy adding part. So, gives us his name. He told us he's a hospitality development consultant, and then he promises that all of this stuff, it's going to be factual, and that he would actually make a statement, and he would testify if you know, when the free time was over, passed down to someone who then, it sounds like, was orchestrating a plot. I'll show you in just a few minutes. So I was aware and had been told about the incidents in which Jonathan hit Amber, most likely by Rocky. So Rocky is fueling these things. I observed there to be a significant amount of empathy among A.H. and Rocky and a genuine belief that Johnny's were going to say substance use caused his behavior and that he would somehow lose control. Again, he's going to lose control. So remember that when we get into our little plot detail. So the plane incident, 2014. This took place before I met Rocky, so he did not even, he wasn't even around for when this happened, but I subsequently heard about it after the incident on 21st of May, 2016. Rocky told me that Johnny had kicked A.H. on a plane after a fight about one of her projects. Rocky said that Johnny had blacked out on a plane and had cried when he was later told by his assistant Stephen D that he kicked AH. It's the same thing with Australia, although again, handed down information, handed down from someone else. Rocky told me what AH had told her about this incident, that there had been huge knockdown, drag out fight, and then of the course, Johnny had cut his uh, finger off. So December 15th, Los Angeles. Rocky was due to meet AH that evening, and when she hadn't had a response to her text messages, she let herself into people. PH3 to go looking for AH to check on her. I went with her and we found things out of order with things strewn across the kitchen. I remember seeing the words, why be a fraud? All this BS written on the countertop in handwriting I recognized to be Johnny's. Rocky told me that something wasn't right and sent me home while she was looking for AH. About 10 to 15 minutes later, I received a message from Rocky saying something like, he beat the bleep out of her again and told me she was looking after her. I remember being told that uh, they had reached out to a nurse to do a concussion check, which, you know, of course, we don't have any proof of. Rocky told me that there was a big fight and Johnny had headbutted AH, ripped out pieces of hair, smothered her, and that they had called Dr. Kipper's office to get A.H. a concussion check. I talked to A.H. about it. I saw A.H. that night. Next day, saw her injuries, saw her bruising around both eyes and extended on the bridge of her nose and her forehead was red. I remember her being terrified about how she looked because she had to appear on TV that day or the next day and her injuries were visible, but she couldn't pull out of it. Melanie I, her makeup artist, was brought over to try to cover up, well, everything there. I was with Rocky and she took pictures of AH as well, all of that incident. They're talking about the James Corden incident, by the way. Go and look up that show if you want. Look up AH, look up James Corden if you he haven't seen fine. it. Oh, yeah, it's very telling about the reality versus this. So then, April 22nd, 2016, birthday party, L.A. We had a birthday party for AH for her 30th on the 21st of April 2016. I catered the party. Johnny turned up hours late, and AH was making excuses for it. He turned up eventually and was clearly intoxicated. You know, again, look at my last video that I did about this. Documenting certain things doesn't seem to match up with the business partner statements. He was slurring and swaying a bit. A.H. seemed upset about him. The next morning, I heard about what had happened after we left.
heavily at all with left. The thrust of it was there uh, had been a big fight after everyone had left the party. Then you have May 21st, 2016, L.A. This is the last incident. I was with Rocky in the apartment we lived in. That's PH5 with Liz Mars. We were made aware that Johnny was coming over to see A.H. And I remember Rocky being concerned after the incident, after A.H.'s birthday party, that she should be there to support A.H. A.H. told Rocky just to be around and that she would text her if there was a problem. Rocky received a text to go over to help A.H. at 8.06 p.m., and she bolted over there. I did not observe what happened, but I learned about it shortly afterwards from Rocky and A.H. Shortly after, I heard a large noise, which I later discovered was the sound of a wine bottle being slammed into our door at PH1. I heard Johnny shouting and swearing at his security guards to let him in. He came in and was shouting and screaming at me, cursing right in my face. I left calm when Liz was in the apartment, but I saw her bolt upstairs to hide from him. I don't recall exactly the sequence of events. A.H. was in a state where I located her and Rocky. Rocky and I ushered her into our apartment. By this time, Johnny had left our apartment, and we deadbolted the door to keep him out and to keep her safe until Johnny had killed Rocky told me Johnny had shoved her. I got angry and went outside and banged on the door of PH5, but he'd already left. I then went back to PH1 to talk to A.H. and Rocky, and I heard more about what had happened. A.H. had Johnny's phone, and I took it from her. She told me that he had thrown it there and hit her in the face when it was left behind. I was told that Io had been on the phone with A.H. and Johnny to talk about Johnny's accusations about excrement being left in the bed. Excrementy. At some point, while I.O. was on the phone, Johnny had hit A.H. in the face with the iPhone, and I.O. had called the police. I later learned he had wound his arm back and thrown a cell phone into her face. You know, like a baseball pitcher. That's what they love saying in their narrative. Rocky went over there and got between Johnny and A.H. to stop him hitting A.H. After five minutes, security officer Jerry Judge called my mobile and told me his boss had left his cell phone and asked me if I knew where it was, and I told him that I had it. They wanted to come back to get it, and I said that they could come back to get it, but words to the effect they could not set foot in the building. I met Jerry downstairs, gave him the phone. He took a few steps to walk away, and then turned and asked me, is she okay? I said something like, are you bleeping? Kidding me? He beat the blank out of her again, and you guys just stood there and watched it. He started to uh, demure and then said something along the lines of it's not his business, their husband and wife, he barely touched her. I said something like, get the bleep out of here, be real proud of yourself, get the bleep out. Rocky called AH's lawyer, Samantha Spector, to ask her what we should do. We were told to make a contemporaneous note of what had happened. We went back into their apartment, took pictures of the damage. AH called her publicist, Jody G. Later, I greeted to police officers who arrived about 15 minutes later and showed them around the apartment. I showed them broken glass, walked past a large wine stain in the hallway. I showed them various damage to the property, a wine dent in the door of our apartment, PH1. Then a tour of PH5 where there were a broken picture frame, smash glass, and Rocky's jewelry and other things strewn around across the apartment. They acknowledged that something had clearly happened. I watched the female officer take A.H. aside and speak to her privately. As the female officer was speaking to A.H., I spoke to the male officer, and I asked him what could be done because we were obviously upset with what had happened. 
He told me that there was damage in the apartments and A.H.'s face was red, so there was enough to pick Johnny up if she filed a report. I told him she was not going to file a report, but I appreciated what he had said. And as the officers left, they told me A.H. had declined to give them a report. Hmm, and you know how that turned out with the officers saying, yeah, that never happened. So after uh, this, we cleaned up some of the broken glass at P.H. 3, was, uh, was on the kitchen floor so the dogs wouldn't be hurt. Other things, like piles of uh, books strewn about, was left as it was. I greeted the second set of officers who arrived and told them there had already been police uh, visit and showed them the business card. They said they had to do a check of the property. I took them for a walk hey, through hurts. the apartment, and they spoke with A.H. in private. The next day, Rocky had a jewelry show, so I cleared my schedule so okay. I could be there to help A.H. if she needed it and to be with her so she wouldn't be alone and so I could make sure she was safe. I remember seeing the marks on A.H., a red mark and a small bruise on her cheekbone and red marks just above the eyebrow. She also had some swelling. I understand that Johnny has submitted a statement to U.S. libel proceedings to the effect that I said Rocky had lied about where she was before A.H. texted for help at 8.06 p.m. and that she was, in fact, hiding in P.H. 3 waiting for Johnny to return. This is false. I never said this to Johnny. Now, along with this, you have hundreds of pages of attachments. We just skipped the transcript of him doing oral deposition, a transcript of other things that happened. And after this picture, we will skip the transcript of the police officers and what they said about that night. Here's a picture of him describing the setup so you get an idea of how everything is laid out. There's an incident recall form after the police statements and before Raquel Pennington's deposition, which we'll also skip for this portion. There are also pictures of A.H. that are added. We've skipped over those, but I've added that to different videos, and I would say, if you've seen a picture out there saying, this is what A.H. looked like, there's about ten more of that same picture with different lighting and contrasting, trying to take the perfect picture, if you will. You have text messages, too. These actually happened after the event. I'll skip over this. This is 5 2016 where P.H. is asking for statements so she can file for a DVRO. And interestingly, she's saying things like, hey, can you get this right up for me? Oh, that's great. Okay. You think of anything, you know, let me know. Do you happen to have any small bills, by the way? One fives and tens? We could trade you. Do you have any money you can lend us, by the way? Sure, I can help you checking it out. Out right now seems I don't know weird considering people are mooching and well they need certain statements and then you have this now remember a lot of people have dismissed this portion as some kind of joke between friends but remember what was being built around we're talking about 1-3-2015 you have this person being told by multiple people that the person they're talking about is some kind of monster the monster in fact and well let's just read through this and you tell me if this is a joke. So you have a discussion here about picking up Rocky from the airport. You know, they talk about that a little bit here and there. They say, Jay and I have to have a little talk tonight when we get home, probably till like 8, and then we're cool. Rocks gets in at 9.30, right? You guys want to come over after that, hang out and eat? Perfect. I'll bring them just in case. 
Jim seems strange because he's using a word that's not described. A picture of them will come through later, but A.H. already knows what it is. Good man. Haha. Ha. So pretty. Oh, no. That'd be far too easy. That'd be far too easy in dealing with Johnny Depp. Oh, A.H., you don't use them. You just show them to him. I guess I could reconsider. Wow, she says. And then he says, I have a giant new knife you can borrow if you like. So, this is the picture that came through. Now, like I say, if somebody is telling you all of these terrible things, you are a best friend of sorts. You know, you're also living off of this person's time. You tell me what's a joke, and you tell me what's a narrative possibly being built up for other reasons. Again, this document is fascinating because of the multiple pictures that are taken, because of the text messages that were added that are supposed to be innocuous. No big deal, guys. None at all. And so on. I'll leave a link to that in the description. Check that whole thing out. You definitely should. And as always, let me thank you for being here, showing up. You empower these endeavors. Not enough people say that. I appreciate it. I hope you had a great weekend, too. If you want to help out the channel, too, there are links in the description. We still have a comic book up, for example. We could use help getting word out on that. We're finalizing. We're getting closer and closer. But you know what? While we're out there, like... Amber Turd reaction slams Johnny Depp's first TikTok post. Welcome to Popcorn Planet. I am Andy Signor. We are live and we had an amazing legal panel. If you missed it, check out our live. We're still live and I'm probably clipping this out because I saw the headline and I see a rant coming. I see a rant coming from both Steph, myself, and Lewis because previously we showed you Johnny Depp's TikTok. Uh, where Johnny Depp was celebrating his fans to the most treasured, loyal, unwavering supporters. We've been everywhere. We've seen everything together. We've walked the same road together. We did the right thing together, all because you cared. And now we will all move forward together. You are, as always, my employers. Once again, I whittled down to no way, whittled down to no way to say thank you, other than just by saying thank you. So thank you. My love and respect, JD. Here he is, right? Well... Amber doesn't like Johnny moving on. Amber's going to respond by saying, moving forward, women's rights are moving backward. <laughs> Amber Heard has now responded to Johnny Depp. Amber Heard is responding after ex-Johnny Depp shared a message to his fans on TikTok on Tuesday, just under a week since the jury sided with Depp and the court. Uh, Heard, we all know this, uh, his first upload on social media to TikTok was, uh, was uh, we, we just read that. Um, we're all moving forward. A spokesman for Heard responded to Depp's message in a statement saying, as Johnny Depp says he's moving forward, women's rights are moving backward. The verdict's message to victims of DV is, be afraid to stand up and speak out. Heard, who plans to appeal the verdict, which good luck, she can't even afford to appeal it, it's all PR plays, uh, said in her own statement, disappointment I feel is beyond words, I'm heartbroken at the mountain of evidence, <laughs> yes, uh, still is not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex, even more disappointed with women, for the, with this, what this verdict means for other women, it is a setback, it means women can't lie, Steph, that's a setback, what is she talking about, my god, no one tells the truth, but Amber Heard, even a jury of her own peers who did the case, who stood there for six weeks, they're all 
liars who are complicit to Johnny's power. I mean, my God, this woman is the worst. You gotta move on, girl. Hello. You gotta move on. This wasn't a, a judge that you got to, you know, wink at and get him to side with you. No, this was a, seven people. Men, women, all ethnicities, they sit there, they did their job, and you're telling us that they lied. They lied and they were biased. They decided with power. Oh my god, I can't even begin to express my frustration. And why are you even commenting? My god, he's, he's just insane. She just will never move on. She will constantly keep kicking him down as he hasn't. He, he could, there's a lot he could do still. He could still go after her for going against the NBA. He could really pursue the money. We're seeing him just say, look, let's move on. We did this. And she's now, yeah, you're moving forward. Well, woman's rights are moving backward. I got to go to you, Steph, as the woman on the panel. How do you react to, to Amber now using this opportunity of, of Johnny celebrating to say, no, you're not moving forward. You've moved women's rights backwards. <laughs> she didn't, uh, she didn't lose. She won. She got two million. That was so nice. I'm kind of scared, Lewis. That smile, I feel like it's about to explode. down <laughs> and things are feeling rather uncertain maybe you're wondering oh, yeah. if the book you want to write will even sell yeah. when you're done 
Chip community that are turning round in one voice and telling Amber to go freaking do one. Go freaking do one. Because guess what? Actually, this the opposite. Johnny winning is a success story for the survivorship community. It takes women's and men's rights forward for those that are part of the survivorship community. Because this is all about, oh, women's rights are being moved backwards, this, that, and the other. Hang on a minute. It ain't just women that are part of the survivorship community. It's men as well. So let's get that straight once and for all, as far as I'm concerned. So at the end of the day, Johnny winning is actually a zillion steps forward for women and men's rights of the survivorship community. Because the real survivor won and the real monster lost. And she can blow hot air all she wants, but that is all it's going to be, hot air. And no amount of her turning around and being like, Eh, women's rights, oh my goodness, it could be two, oh my goodness, it's panic It's going to make us freaking forget all the evidence that's been shown in the trial, the sudden ridiculousness of the pictures that she submitted, the audio, the video, everything. She cannot pull the wool over everyone's eyes anymore. It is over. It is done. You are done, Amber Heard. You do not speak for me. I do not stand with Amber Heard. She is, far, as far as I'm concerned, not part of the survivorship community, and she needs to shut the hell up right now. <laughs> Boom. I, I love when stuff gets loud. I don't know why people don't, don't like it. I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world because you just spit out facts. For her to come out here and say we're, uh, she doesn't get to speak for all women anymore. Enough. You can speak for yourself, Amber. You don't think you're allowed. But my God, this this generalizing. There are so so many women on this channel. Our demographics are far more female than male. And this implication that you speak for all of them is just outright offensive. And I'm not even just talking survivors, women in general, right, Steph? She's just generalizing not only survivors, but all women. Like, all you guys are now incapable of getting any justice ever because Amber didn't get it. Yeah, well, they're not all going to have the inconsistencies you had. Or the audio tape evidence that's going to, you know, prove that you also are a problem. It, it, so much stuff she refuses to take an ounce of accountability, and that's my biggest frustration here. If she had come forward and said, listen, yeah, I done, you know, I, I, I fought back. I, I did. Yeah, I'm not proud of that audio. If she had tried to, like, own any of it, I think Johnny would have had a hard time. Don't you two stuff? That's like the reason I think so many people refuse to accept you as this survivor, you know, victim and, and hero is because you were caught lying and refusing to accept any ounce of accountability through this entire process. And the reality is Johnny did. Now, I wasn't there, right? I wasn't there, but I heard enough tapes of you guys in private. And my God, it is disturbing how you wouldn't let that man leave. For someone you had so many issues with, I I'm sorry, I've listened to enough people brave enough to call and share their stories. I hate to generalize all victims. I know they're not all the same. But my God, the way you paint him as this monster, I, I don't understand how you wouldn't let him leave. Let him leave. You sounded like a controlling, narcissistic psycho person you just that's how it is and you and your reason was i was afraid he was gonna use again lewis were you buying that were you buying that nonsense lewis dude first of all i'm still like furious every time she's trying to use all women women's rights are moving backwards dude 
no woman or man has a right to lie on someone, okay? Let's start out with that. The only rights that are moving backwards are the rights of liars, okay? That's a good thing. Uh, shut up, Amber Heard. You said you said you wanted Johnny Depp to move, leave you alone. He leaves you alone. He posts that he's going to leave you alone. And then you, you and your friend, Eve Barlow, start going off on Twitter. You're a moron. Stop. Stop it. She's not going to stop. She's not going to stop. We're, there's going to be, this is going to keep going. I said it from the beginning. One battle won. Uh, the war continues. This is going to go on and on and on and on and on. And they got the big corporations backing up. So, although our voice has become extremely loud, their voice is going to be very, very loud as well because they got money to reach more people. The normies, the people who, like Christopher Melcher the, uh, said, the people who don't really look at the trial in detail. The ones that aren't really part of the movement. Uh, what makes this movement special is that they researched, they looked into everything. They're knowledgeable. Most people are not. They're not going to bother. They're going to bother. They're going to look at the headline and not read the entire oh, thing. No. Women's rights are moving backwards. And there's probably a lot of men saying, we got to defend that word. Oh, you want right? a bike ride? I've, I've yeah. seen them. And then the women here are saying, she doesn't represent us. <laughs> hey, this is what politicians do, okay? She's, she's got a strategy. This is going to keep going for a long time. Subscribe to us as uh, we get your voice amplified. Get your voice amplified uh, moving forward. Yeah, I, I'm just, I can't stand this woman. It's just a sign that she's never going back down. Never, never she doesn't want to move on. Eve Barlow's out there on Twitter, too, demanding all this awful stuff. Fueling all these people, labeling us misogynists because we listen to the jury. We already listen to Trump. Are you curious about coding? Join SheCode's nope. free class to find out what coding is and why it's it useful. It's boring. We listen to trial. We trust in the jury. You it's know, over. It's call me a misogynist. Call me a racist. That's okay. I don't care. I don't care what you call me. All right. This is me speaking. I don't care. Those are just words. I know I live my life differently. Everyone here knows they live their life differently. Differently. These are just names. They're just words. It means they lost. Call me whatever you want. Just call me in time for dinner. Yeah, she's just incredibly upset that she lost because she thought she controlled controlled this narrative. She's a controlling person. We learned that from the tapes. Every single tape, Johnny is... The times he's yelling are because she won't not leave. Or she's stuck in a room and we have so many instances where she's calmly trying to rationalize with this woman. And you and your audio is really what's setting women's rights back because now... There are going to be some that don't believe because of you. That, that's what this is really about. And so you're trying to spin it and turn it in your own way so you can still play the hero here. But you know the truth. You just refuse to accept it because you can't. You wouldn't at any point take down accountability. So I, I, Johnny, Johnny's moving on. Bravo to him. She's playing right into his hand, I think, right here and exposing herself and her, and her controlling ways that I think we all saw on the stand very clearly. And the more she continues to do this instead of just also move on and take the loss yeah, to me it proves everything that we already knew so amber great love love that you keep trying to do this there are a handful of people little cult of crazies that will accept this because they didn't want to watch and they refuse to accept that a man can can be 
truthful. There are a handful of people who will just feel that way, I guess. Uh, it's frustrating. It is what it is. But you guys can all have your little silo and your little echo chamber and keep doing what you're doing. We will keep exposing this as what it is. Nonsense. This is complete and utter nonsense. And it's offensive to real survivors out there. Because I don't believe you've spoken to any of them. I really don't. I, did, I, I, I just don't understand it. I, and if you need to speak to some, let us know. We'll do another call, and I'm sure a lot of our channel of viewers would love to have a conversation, express their frustration with you and their own stories. The ones that when they called and had us all bawling, we believed because there weren't inconsistencies, because it just it was genuine. You, you don't have a genuine bone in your body. I'm the high road here. I'm gonna move on. We've addressed it. Final thought, Lewis. I gotta add one thing. I do feel they've spoken to survivors, and I and I and I do feel 100. They know what the opinion is out there. They just don't give a crap. Okay, that's why they're blocking their comments. Twitter, because the Twitter's like uh, a lame says. But but uh, that's why they're blocking it. Because if you look when Eve Barlow post, when you look when Amber Heard post. People are—they're civil, but they're blocked anyways. She must have—they must have read the comments. They must have read stuff like Steph has expressed here, and, and people in the comments here. Uh, you know, hey, you know what? I'm a real survivor. They're saying this, this is not right. They block—they're blocking you because you ruined their narrative, and they call you a name because they want to show you up. Double your efforts. All I'm seeing from the uh, Amber Heard people on Twitter is people being called names, and uh, uh, they want to pee on, on Johnny Depp's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's what I'm seeing. So yeah, uh, well, we, oh, we've seen worse. I, I still am debating if I'm going to release the video because those people, the whole cut thing, turns out they were all frauds. They were all yeah. frauds. And part of me does want to release it. I'm still debating. Part of me may release it at some point with a huge trigger warning and summary of how it, but I just think it's important to see what, the, what her fans, the people that are supporting her and her, her army, what they resort to is just disgusting and dangerous and we're the problem right lewis right so we're the problem yeah, i can't i can't even begin to express my frustration but there you go amber has responded and she likely will will be here to try to normalize it and make it real keep it real for you here on popcorn planet if you haven't already make sure you hit subscribe hit the bell for all alerts smash the like button uh and leave a comment down below as well as subscribing to my beautiful friends here lewis like over at nerd report and steph the alternate and I, I so had that cactus ready i'm proud of myself that <laughs> dare to sleep like you're not on your period on your period what? always ease disposable period underwear absorbs as much as five yeah. and pads with its silky sweet our muslim brothers and sisters in oh yemen God. are dying and in desperate need of your help without urgent support to sustain food programs millions of yemeni children will be closer to starvation 